Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Paul Epstein. He's a leadership and culture expert, a former NFL and NBA business executive, and a CEO and founder of Purpose Labs. Paul, welcome to our show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I'm not a big sports guy, but the fact that you worked for the NFL and NBA, I would think that people will love you because just saying that, like, they're just like, you're almost like a rock star and you have all these groupies. I mean, does that happen to you when you, when you work for them? Yeah, I'd love to tell you that I get stopped in every single restaurant I walk into, but I'm still waiting on that moment. But I, mark my words, I will hit you up as soon as I do. No, but when you tell people like you work for the San Francisco 49ers and you're, you know, it's like you're an executive. I mean, you're telling me people don't like, oh, my God, Paul, I want to be your best friend. Yeah, look, uh, full humility. Um, it was a dream come true. And, and the dream is still going. But to say kid in a candy store moment, I mean, my whole life, it was about combining passions. And so sales being my get in from the entry level and then to get to senior leadership was uh, a dream come true. It, it did not even feel like work. And so to have a 15-year run and a 15-year journey, and I know we're going to get into Purpose Labs and everything, but now to have all the teams and leagues that I work for become clients and literally get to work with my friends, um, frankly, that's the more inspiring part of the dream. Yeah. And let's talk about that because, frankly, like all things, right, it does take time to build a career. And, and for you, it's like a great example of how all of us can live our lives, meaning, you know, you have to put in the time, you have to have that grit, you have to have that passion, because from there, it's not just, oh, yeah, I'll put in what they call the 10,000 hours rule. It's more about the intention that you put into it, and people can see the passion, or in this case, I can feel the passion, right, because you clearly are passionate. So, first of all, talk to us about your experience as the head of sales and business development relative to the 49ers, right, because most of our listeners are entrepreneurs and executives. One of the most most important skills to learn is about sales and really about service. So how do you feel you're able to offer and market the San Francisco 49ers for, for your clients? Absolutely. So what's interesting about the sports industry, and I do think it somewhat stands alone in this way, where if you were to put the majority of organizations in the first bucket, which is the day-to-day -day decisions and actions and the behaviors of leaders all the way through to the front line are going to have a strong correlation with business results and success. In the sports world, if you were to audit the books and say, okay, who's kicking butt on the books? Who is looking good from a revenue, from an EBITDA perspective? And how are they showing up on a day-to-day -day basis? In reality, the majority of business results were byproducts of the team on the field, on the court, on the ice. And so what I tried to do with my team was to be that delta to say, okay, whether our team wins, loses, or draws, that's going to get our demand to a certain point for better or for worse. Now, how do we maximize and take it up to the next level? And my philosophy was always that you have to put your employees first. You have to treat the 300 inside of the organization as good as we treat it the 70,000 fans that attended each game. And it was it, really a simple philosophy, Christopher. It was every seat has a story. So the way we market to fans is we understand why they go to the games because the wins and losses, it's all cyclical, but what keeps them coming back and how do we make a personalized and tailored approach for them? 
And then we took the same approach and laid it out over our 300 internal employees. So that way, we're really building a more gritty and resilient and enduring staff versus just hiring for the, the rosy days and the blue skies. So that's great. So let's talk about the why a person, a fan, stays in that seat. So what are some of the whys that you saw in the, in the, in the fans that you had, the customers? Yeah, so it got really personal here. And frankly, even when there was a, a business buyer, a corporate buyer, if you will. So we always had a B2B channel. Think of that as the corporate sponsors that were Levi's for Levi's Stadium. Think of that as an organization that is doing business development for new clients or retaining clients or rewarding and incentivizing employees. That was one channel of how we sold and marketed. But the other side was really who you think of as Joe fan. That's the guy or gal with the red and gold face paint. And those are your fans that are tried and true. And so when you think about every seat having a story, what I described was only who they were on the surface. We then got to take a very detailed and deep approach. Think of it as we call them listening sessions, but really they were focus groups. And, but they were at a, at a different level that I had ever been exposed to. And so an example was we had some folks that had family members that were just coming back from serving overseas. And so to create a wow moment, to create an experience for their family member is something that we couldn't put a price tag on. And often we would not even fully disclose the details to our season ticket holder. We would just go above and beyond so that they were equally and organically as surprised. And so that would be one piece. Another piece is really drilling in on, okay, if you're going to do business entertainment and client entertainment, how can we take the extra step to understand who your clients are without you telling us, and then just knowing that they're going to be in your suite that game, not only doing something for their client, but doing something for their client's kids. And that's a moment that you'll never be able to take away. And that's a bigger piece of ROI. We used to call ROI, return on impact. So oh, everything we did had an impact to it. And those are just a few examples. Yeah. And again, you have such an inspiring product, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> you sell sports, right? Champagne it's, problems. It's, yeah. And it's experience, <laughs> right? So I'm curious from a macro level, who's more profitable, the NFL or the NBA? Uh, well, from a both top line, bottom line perspective, right now, the demand in our country it ha has been around football for some time. Just the same way if we were having this conversation 50 years ago, baseball was king at that moment in time. Now, that said, I do want to give a lot of props to NBA and basketball because in terms of how progressive and how much they are willing to roll the dice and be pioneers in the space and be more disruptive in a space that Frankly, in sports, a lot of times you could just turn the lights on and your business is going to be okay. I didn't say great, but it'll be okay, perhaps good if your team is winning. But the NBA really pushes that envelope and learns from outside of the industry in a way that I think is pretty novel in the sports uh, field. Yeah. Let's talk about your purpose lab. What is that about? Yeah, so going back to the Niners, so uh, almost a handful of years ago, 2016, uh, we did a two-day leadership offsite retreat. It was the president and all of his reports. And so I'm in that group. Two-day offsite fundamentally changed my life. My life has never been the same since. Day one of that offsite was find your why. So now I started to have clarity around my purpose, my meaning, what got me out of bed, my personal mission. 
And I got so obsessed with it that I wanted to start to share that gift of purpose with others. So for that following year, as a total passion project, I then started to coach the why for fellow members of the 49ers, whether on the business side, we even trickled over to the team side and the management side. And so with that, Christopher, it was interesting. I became more in love with my passion project than my day job. And so what that turned into was me wanting to pay it forward and create the same type of purpose-driven impact uh, to help unearth a person's why, but I didn't want to be limited by the four walls of an organization. I wanted to share that gift with every person, team, and organization in the world that wanted to have that conversation. And my slogan was, meet me at the 50. Essentially, I had the playbook. I knew how to find somebody's purpose. It had been tested on myself personally and then for dozens of others inside of the 49ers. So I created a company to accomplish this mission. And literally what we do, whether you are an individual, whether you are leading a team, or whether you are a part uh, of running an organization, we will help find your why. We will then activate it so that it is backed by actions, behaviors, and decisions that are consistent with your why, and then we'll help you amplify it. So <laughs> I talked when we got on the horn today about living your dream and living your why. I've never felt more alive than I do right now. Yeah, you can feel it in your in hearing your voice too, which is great. So why did you call it labs? Well, because purpose, uh, <laughs> it's inspiring, but it gets a little messy. And <laughs> you've got to be able to, uh, no pun intended, but it's an obvious connection of th there's a lot of experimentation that happens. I have rarely had two Y discoveries that are alike. Uh, there's always a nuance to it. And so because of that, I just wanted to really um, let folks know that this is not just a plug and play training solution or coaching or consulting solution. This is something that is authentically you and you're going to get out what you put in. So the more that you are willing to um, express your, your life journey to this point, both the highs and especially those lows, those moments where you knew life would never be the same, that's where the term laboratory and labs really felt appropriate given the nature of the experience. Yeah, that's great. Again, it's a great analogy. It's so simple. So you have purpose, but then labs. So that's why I was always curious. I'm always much more curious about, again, literally the why of things as opposed to what people do. So thanks so much for being on our show, Paul. How can our guests learn about you and, and hire you as, a, as an amazing speaker? Absolutely. So my website is paulepsteinspeaks.com. Everything you need is right there. And I'm most active on LinkedIn. So if we haven't yet, let's connect, shoot me a DM and we will go from there. Great, Paul. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you.